0: Okay, so I just watched one of the Maps of Meaning lectures that Jordan Peterson put up oh so long ago, and um, it's um, I guess the best way to summarize what Maps of Meanings Maps of Meaning is is it's a psychological basis for how to act in the world. And it mostly compares how the individual interprets the the, um, totalitarian state um, versus the proper way to act in the world, be it the conventional one, um, go to school, or to empower yourself through self-education. But um, he describes all this in reference to Pinocchio, which is amazing because it, it it makes perfect sense to me. Every time I watch one of those lectures, it just it gets a little clearer every time, and I need to watch Pinocchio again. Um, but the idea of Pinocchio is he's trying to become a real boy, and um, his father, um, Papa Geppetto, creates him and. Um, wants him to become a real boy and becoming a real boy is is just another way of saying the proper way becoming strong and and competent and independent and how to live in the world how to function properly in the world and that's exactly what Pinocchio ends up doing Um, he goes through a few transformations the first one is He's sent off to school, so the conventional way of functioning in the world. Just like everybody else, he goes to school. He doesn't actually make it to school. He gets stopped by some thugs, some wannabe thugs, and they essentially tell him that he is sick and he needs to go to, and he needs to stay away from school and go to Paradise Island. And what Jordan Peterson says brilliantly is in um, in totalitarian states or just in adolescence, adolescence in general you're told th- there's a, there comes a time when you become cynical with life and you decide that um, you're a victim of the entire world and you're afraid of it. So you just go around destroying monuments and destroying culture, be it through symbolism of the mental or physical, which is what's happening now, what happened in Mao's China, it happened in... By, by now, I mean it's happening in America, be it good or bad. Um, the point is, it's happening. Um, history is, is attempting to be erased by a certain group. Um, this happened in Nazi Germany, in Stalinist Russia, and... Maybe the Congo, but I, I, don't, I don't know anything about that, so pretend I didn't say that. But um, they, they tell him that he's sick. And the fox, who is the main thug, pretends to be a doctor. He's not saying anything of importance. He's saying mumbo-jumbo, essentially. But what he's selling is what's important. And that's what Jordan Peterson says. What What he's selling is very appealing to an adolescent. Because all of a sudden you can just give up responsibility and... Um, fall into victimhood where you can do whatever you want because you use your victimhood as, as an excuse and you're not responsible for anything. So thus you blame everybody else for everything. And you're just free to do what you want. So when they're on Paradise Island, um, Pinocchio meets a, I mean, a jackass character that is has this bravado and thinks he's dominant, but he's really not. And... So so he, this, I forget his name, he he takes Pinocchio under his wing, and um, basically tells him that this is how we're acting, this is how we're going to do things, destroy things, do what we want, play cards, play pool, smoke, and Pinocchio's just accepting it, and I, I didn't even mention Jiminy Cricket, and this is ridiculous that I didn't mention Jiminy Cricket, but the whole time Jiminy is having a really, really tough time trying to find Pinocchio and trying to find a way to articulate this information to him that um, there's a right way to act in the world and and same as Pinocchio um, the bug Jiminy Cricket thought it was school, like the thing that everybody else does, but the way I see it personally is. When they were on Paradise Island, and you find out later that it's all it's all a trick, and they're they're basically trying to raise slaves and they're trying to rob them of their independent thought and that's exactly what happens you see it with um with, because they're turning they're turning the children into donkeys and what Jordan Peterson says is, is, "What happens when you become the victim of, of a totalitarian state? You become a beast of burden, so a jackass, a donkey." And there's a when when they're when the children are transforming into donkeys, like you know, they grow the ears and they they have the hee haws. There's one kid who just some random kid who is like half boy, half donkey, so he hasn't been robbed of his individuality yet, and. He's like crying for his mom and he's saying like he doesn't want to do this. So they throw him in a cage so that he can be brainwashed essentially. And um, while, while um, Pinocchio and his, his, um, his new friend are playing pool and smoking, they both start turning into donkeys. And Pinocchio gets away and he escapes Paradise Island with Jiminy Cricket, because Jiminy finally realizes that um, you can't just go off spewing rules to a kid and expect them to listen. You get, there has to be some other way. And, and, that, and that other way is, it, it escaped me. I, I mean, I, I can't figure it out. But they escape Paradise Island, and they swim and they go back home. And Geppetto isn't there. And... The, the symbolism there is uh, is amazing too. You see it in all kinds of stories, because um, he goes back home and expecting to find his father, expecting to find the familiar. But in reality, everything that he's learned has changed him, and um, it's it's different now. It doesn't. It's not the same. So Geppetto is gone, and Geppetto went looking for his son, right? And, and you also see this in Star Wars because. In the first one, when when Luke, when Luke realizes that the stormtroopers are, are tracking the droids, he realizes that they must have went through his uncle's farm, and when he gets back, he finds the burned corpses of his, of his uncle and aunt. So he has to move forward and into another venture, which is uh, like finding himself and Saving his father. Which is exactly what Pinocchio does. And it's amazing. It's really amazing. Because Pinocchio and Jiminy Cricket um, go, go to the sea. Because they get a note at the doorstep. And it says the, the whale monstro has swallowed Geppetto or something. Because Geppetto went out looking for Pinocchio, Paradise Island. And when, when they're about to go under the water, um, Jiminy Cricket is, is telling him that he can't do this, he can't do this, he's going to die. So then I, I believe Pinocchio ties some cinder blocks to his feet, and then he floats down. You know, he's a puppet, so he's not going to die. And so they get down there, and, and while they're going down there, immediately um, Jiminy has a change of heart. He starts encouraging him that he can do it, that he can do it. Because that's interesting, because motivation doesn't come from idleness. Like, like, when you want to go out for a run, you don't just sit in your room and think about, should I go for a run? It's, you, you start, you get out there, and then you get the inspiration, the motivation to run when you're already doing it. So, it's an interesting idea, and it's very well described in Pinocchio. But, so they're looking for Pinocchio, or they're looking for Monstro, the whale. Um, and they're asking around, where's Monstro? And every time they mention the name, all the fish swim away. So it's like it's like Voldemort, like he who must not be named. And this is all coming from the Jordan Peterson lecture, aside from some of it. But it's it's exactly like Voldemort. Like Pinocchio is the one is the only one who um, is bold enough. I mean, he's naive as well to face Voldemort. To face, I'm sorry, Monstra. But when he finally meets Monstro, Monstro starts charging and he starts swimming away immediately. And that's kind of what happens with Harry in the final showdown in the first one when, when Quirrell um, shows his, his opposite face, which is Voldemort trying to escape, trying to um, manifest into reality again. And um, he starts, you know, Mopetonga starts swimming away. And um, he gets swallowed, obviously, by... By the whale, and so does Jiminy, and I think yeah, Jiminy gets swallowed, and um, his his father is in there, and he's on this abandoned boat, and um, he's he's all worried about catching fish, because eventually, throughout his time down there, he realized that. Because the only time when Monster opens his mouth, everything floods in. There's no way to get out, even with the raft that he built. So he's he's cut his losses, and his whole life is just depending on the fish that come every now and then. So he's starving between between those times. And Pinocchio comes flooding in, and at first, Geppetto doesn't even realize Pinocchio came in. But when he realizes that it's Pinocchio, like... um. Pinocchio was asking him like have you tried to get out? Have you tried to get out? Things like that and he says he says yeah, but when the mouth opens it all floods in. And so Pinocchio or, or so Geppetto was like let's go have some fish. And Pinocchio says no, no, let's start a fire and and Geppetto is still like oh, that'd be great. Uh, we can we can cook the fish. And and see this is this is the representation of like Darth Vader like not not coming to his senses when, when Luke was trying to tell him that uh, he needs to wake up. In in the throne room fight, and um, eventually Pinocchio starts breaking the furniture to get some wood, and Pinocchio, <laughs> and his dad says something funny. He's like, he's like, well, where are we going to sit when we eat? And and he's just still not getting it. And, and this is this is the the overall, the overarching story of every, of every family, essentially. Um, everybody learns. Let me continue with what's happening. So he lights the fire and they get on the raft and they escape Monstro. And immediately Monstro becomes this fire-breathing dragon because they've awakened the monster. There's a In, in every family that doesn't talk about things, there's a monster underneath the house, like a dragon underneath the house, so to speak. And when you talk about that dragon, um, everyone becomes afraid and um, nobody wants to talk about it. And you become shunned for being the one to try and talk about it. And it's, it's actually very tragic. But um, but that's exactly what happens. They, they awaken Monstro and he becomes this fire-breathing whale. And they're chasing, he's chasing them down but eventually they escape. And Pinocchio loses the, the, um, the ears for the, for the jackass ears and becomes a real boy. So he's no longer wooden. He's no longer a marionette. He's an individual who knows how to function in the world as an individual. And what I was saying earlier, this is a good conclusion, is this is the overarching narrative for all families. And. Because everybody, everybody learns these things. Everybody goes to school. Everybody goes through adolescence. Where they start taking risks. And, and they have this cynical phase. Of Paradise Island. They want to go to Paradise. Where they don't have responsibilities. And then eventually they learn. That there's no fulfillment in that. And that they need to adopt responsibilities. It needs to be a balance. And it's, it's, this is in literally every single story. It's, it's the hero's journey. Um, and it's 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 your journey to whoever's listening to this. It's really really it's your journey, and um, to be aware of that is is the first step of empowering yourself. And um, I'm just I'm glad that this thing this kind of, these ideas are articulated by great great people. Jordan Peterson is just one among many of these people, um, but. Um, this is about 15 minutes. I didn't expect it to be 15 minutes, but if you've held on for this long, thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next one.